filling out forms and standing in line. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're live on this uh, 21st day of April 2020, the year of our Lord. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver. Add some to your portfolio and put it away. Gold, of course, is the currency of last resort. And, man, I'll tell you, the things that are happening globally in the pandemic, of course, the key word there is dim in the pandemic, are just so amazing. And things that are happening in the country here that people are just scratching their heads on a hourly, minutely, and, yes, even secondly basis. This show reverberates around the world at allamericangold.com, updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. You can head out to the World Wide Web 24-7, 365. Or you can call us directly here, our toll-free number, 1-800-951-0592. And uh, Wendy's out front. Uh, I hired Wendy quarter century ago, stole her from our dentist, family dentist, and she's been here ever since. And... Uh, this fills a very valuable position, runs the show, and, well, she's in charge. We just stay out of her way. So I hope this finds you well, as well as you can be in a world gone completely crazy. The oil markets that uh, everybody's talking about in the news is kind of quieted down. Nobody's really sure how or why this happened. And and there's quite a misconception out there that the, the oil markets, it was a futures market squeeze. And this is the same thing that, that they started to see in gold as well, but on an opposite issue, where oil, when a futures contract expires, which it's expiring today and as of yesterday, you had so many people betting against the price of oil. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that people aren't driving because their governors had locked them down. And then the come, and the governments around the world have locked down. And I mean, everybody knows that oil demand is, is way down. So... The futures markets allow you to bet that the markets are going to go down. Now, whether you have two options, and and everyone's like, well, why didn't they close them? Why didn't they just shut that contract down? And you can't do that. I mean, there's still a semblance of some sort of free markets, even though everything's manipulated. But uh, nevertheless, you have two options if you're a financial trader. One, One is the options market, where you can do a put or where you're betting that it's going down. In other words, put down, put back, put down. That's how I always remembered it. Or call, where you think it's going to go up. When it goes up, that's how I always remember it. I called that. So you have puts and calls in the options markets. Now, the options, when they expire, if you do not exercise the option, if you don't say, okay, I'm dumping it, or if it's out of the money, it expires worthless. But if it's in the money... You have to roll it into a futures market. So that just added you know, fuel to the fire that all these oil contracts, and believe it or not, I mean, I'm sure some people were long, but in, I, I mean, I couldn't imagine who. So the people, when you saw this massive negative move and oil go into the, you know, into the negatives, that the guys that were shorting it, I mean, there was a lot of money made. There'll be books written on this movement. But what happened is there's nobody to cover the trade. So you're you're in a futures market and say you know standard is a five to one leverage. So you know this is not an options but a futures market. So you're betting that you've gone short and you're betting that it's going to go down and it's usually a, a five to one leverage. You have to maintain twenty percent in your margin account. 
And so you have to sell first, and then you have to cover to buy. So it's the same thing for cattle, which, you know, I've always explained. If you're a new person, I'll explain it to you the way my dad did, that if you're betting that cows are going to go down, you go borrow your neighbor's cow, and you drive it down to the auction, and you sell it. You just take it. So the cow brings, I don't know, $800, because you know in a month cows are going to be cheaper. So they stick it in the barn or wherever. They put it in the feed lot. And then you go to an auction a month later, and sure enough, cows are cheaper. And you borrowed this cow from your neighbor. He doesn't know you sold it. So you just wait, and sure enough, a month later, cows are now $600. So you go to the auction. You buy the cow back for 600 bucks. You put it in your stock trailer. You take it, and you give it back to your neighbor. Well, you know, you sold it for 800 and you bought it back for six. You pocketed 200 bucks in a market that went down. Well, this is the same thing that you're seeing in the oil markets here. So if you look at it, really, the price of unleaded gas, which is what really, you know, is where people, most of the people feel the effect is that the gas pump was down 10 cents today. Uh, unleaded gas trading at 56 cents for the gallon. Uh, the average price here in Arizona is $2.23. This, again, is the futures markets, the paper markets. You know, obviously, if you take a uh, futures contract and you control X amount of gasoline at 56 cents a gallon and you try to put it in your tank and drive to work, it's not going to work. So this is the difference between reality and what is physical and what is tangible and what, and, you know, what, what is paper. And that's pretty much what we've always preached here. We're not uh, a paper transaction. Everything we handle here at this company is real. We send it out to you. It has to be handled. It has to be refined. At one point, it had to be put into some sort of legal lawful tender status, which is labor-intensive, requires many people that uh, have to facilitate the transaction for you to take possession of it. And that's the difference. You know, and people are learning that throughout uh, the world that, yes, the buy it now button doesn't w- always work. I mean, you can press it all you want. And uh, but nothing, your toilet paper is not going to show up, and that the government can't help you. And no one's learning that lesson more than small business in this country. Only 20% of small businesses have received any type of aid. After all of this, after a month into this deal, 20% for you people that went to public school, that means 80% have got nothing. We're going to talk about that when we get back. Man, it's a crazy day to be alive, isn't it? But we're lucky. We'll be back. Hey, rocking a fire this morning. Beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. I think we're going to be 90 degrees. Coming up on 100. We'll see if that eradicates this vicious virus that has decimated the United States and the world economy. Ha! Ah, good morning, man. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Joe will probably join us later. He's a... Uh, He's uh, in a meeting right now. And this show, again, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, one 800 Plus, man, the hay fever is just killing me. On top of it all, you know, you wake up sneezing. You know, and, I mean, if you cough, if you dare cough in public, you'll be vilified, probably uh, ostracized, and run out of the community. So if you've got weeds growing all over and you're up in the North Valley, I mean, they just... They're just killing us, man. So call my son-in-law, please, at Cody Pinkerton, 480-201-2011. Pinkerton's Pool and Landscaping. 
uh, Cody will come knock those weeds down for you and clear it off. You can stop sneezing. And uh, you can find him on Facebook at uh, Pinkerton Landscaping. He's a he's a good boy. He's a the kid's an animal, man. He shows up. He'll clear an acre quicker than you can believe. So, And here in Phoenix in real estate, don't forget uh, the Cedarstrom Group, my lovely wife, Lori, and her partner, Ryan, um, 480-440-4541 or just go to the cedarstromgroup.com. Cedar like a tree. Not S, but with a C. C-E-D-A-R. Cedarstrom. So, anyway, the uh, the pandemic money, for lack of better words, and the uh, we are on phase, believe it or not. They didn't go straight. We had one, two, and three. I think one was, what, the two and a half trillion. Two was the 350 billion. Three, who knows? There's. It's just the... Uh, it's the stimulus du jour. Today, see, they're getting smart. They don't want the numbers to get too high, so they're going to 3.5. I'm not kidding you. They didn't call this four, but apparently now they're adding another $470 billion onto phase 3.5 of the coronavirus deal. 3.5 worth 470 according to Fox News. The bill will give $310 billion set aside for the Paycheck protection plan. Now they're up again. What are we at? A trillion? What was it? Three fifty and four seventy. Almost at a trillion, but yet by the SBA's own admission, only twenty percent, twenty percent of small businesses have received any help at all. And I mean, you have to look at all of them. I guess. I mean, because everything effectively closed. And again, you should have. I mean. If you don't have 30 days put away and you own a small business, should you really be in business anyway? You can't survive a month. I mean, I know it's stretched into two months now, so I don't know. I guess, you know, if you're new or a young kid, I mean, you know, everybody's starting out. I guess all the startups are hammered. I mean, I know there was plenty of days in my life that I couldn't get through the week without a paycheck. So I guess uh, to be fair, I guess, it, you know, I guess we're all in the same boat, depending on where you are in your life and what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing out there listening to me, but I hope this finds you well. Everybody from all over. I know some of my family members listen. My wife, uh, Lori, daughter, Erica, my sister, Laura, um, sister-in-law, Terry up in Prescott. Uh, I know family members listening. Keeter, Keeter, golf buddy. And uh, I guess all the ships at sea and uh, everyone who's listening all over on their AM affiliates and the uh, internet and podcasting. Podcasting is a miracle. A miracle. Nobody really knows what the numbers are. So somebody does. Somebody tracks it. Every now and then we get these weird uh, propositions from various uh, advertising agencies about the show and what and how many people are listening. So thank you. I want to thank all of you. So far, though, they're saying now some 3 million U.S. households not to be left behind. If you haven't got a check signed by Donald Trump yet, supposedly, and I hate to say this, but the check is in the mail. 3 million U.S. households have won at least a measure of relief on their mortgage payments also now as efforts to squelch the coronavirus pandemic throw millions out of work. 5.95% of mortgage loans are now in forbearance during the uh, latest week survey. So 5.95% of the public is not making a mortgage payment and has been graced to do so by their financial institution. 
of course, most of the mortgages, you know, I know the major banks are doing it and it's uh, uh, Bank of America's doing it and uh, who knows whatever. I don't have the list in front of me, but I did read it. So I'm going from memory that they're doing that, but they don't, you know, if you went down in Bank of America and got a mortgage, you've got good credit, you pay your bills, they sell it. They don't keep it. They don't service. I'll bet they, I'd be surprised if they service 2% of the mortgages that they write and they sell the rest of them. So, so the independent mortgage companies are everywhere. The mortgage-backed securities, that evil word that American pinstripe bandits and financial institutions hung all over the foreign investors, least I remind you, the mortgage-backed securities bankrupted entire pension funds and countries all around the world. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, we're going to be able to get through this unscathed and they'll be able to reopen the economy and people will come flocking out of their homes. I can tell you that uh, yesterday, the, the Deer Valley Road, which is a road here just to the south of us, if you're looking on the map, um, there's an FBI building that they built years ago. And this thing is a fortress. I mean, a fortress. You can't get in it. When someone goes to the gate, they put in their code, the gate opens, and this this gigantic blockade cement barrier barrier goes into the ground and then you drive through and then it pops right back up. Well, apparently somebody took a pot shot at the FBI building yesterday and my, the road was closed. So people are just starting to go nuts. Husbands and wives. I mean, it's tough, tough being locked up. We're just going to have to let them go. I'm afraid. I think we're going to have to do a Sweden. Everybody's going to have to get out. I mean, the stories are already everywhere that L.A., they think the virus is morphed. The uh, the uh, the uh, CDC thinks that a lot more people were infected with it in L.A. than it traveled. I think the same thing here in Arizona, the same thing. I mean, you had 500,000 people in January go to a golf tournament, shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow for a week pandemic was running amok just because they weren't counting it does not mean it wasn't running amok i mean so many people were sick in january here and i was one of them that a lot of us and i again i'm one of them i think i had it so until we get the antibody test to where they test us and say we're all you know ollie ollie income free which could happen which really could change the events of things if people feel like they're superman they're free to go out and get herpes now because they already had the coronavirus. You're listening to the dumbest guy in America. I don't know why, but I appreciate it. It's half time. I'll be back after these messages. Stay with us. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Globalism is deadly. If you don't believe me, just consider the rapid spread of the Wuhan coronavirus to the United States from an open-air meat market in China. The international elites should acknowledge how difficult it is to contain and eradicate a virus in a world of open borders, but they will never admit something like that. They're too busy getting the personal benefits of cheap immigrant labor. While the deadly Wuhan coronavirus was quickly infecting people at the speed of air travel, globalists were enjoying wine and caviar at their annual confab in Davos, Switzerland. Politico.com even featured an article headlined Globalists Gone Wild to describe the energetic participation of Mitt Romney and George W. Bush in globalist celebrations. 
The globalists were clueless about how fast a fatal, highly contagious virus can sweep across a world of open borders, free trade, and unchecked migration. All of this started at an outdoor market in Wuhan, China. This wasn't like some American supermarket with American health standards. It was an open-air meat market trafficking meat from cats, bats, snakes, and other animals we don't eat here in the United States. With these unclean animals sold in unsanitary conditions, the deadly Wuhan coronavirus easily jumped to humans. Without the globalist principle of open borders, the virus might have been easily contained and eradicated by China with its immense resources. China admitted that many people died from this virus because of a lack of proper treatment. The tragic loss of life is undeniable, but we shouldn't forget about the economic losses caused by this outbreak, too. Investor Nigel Green observed that the coronavirus is the number one threat to financial markets currently, as global investors are becoming jittery on the uncertainty. Green and others are right to point out the risk. Clearly, the globalist mindset is a very real threat to the well-being of the American people. We just don't need unfettered immigration from other nations with poor health conditions and such infectious diseases. We need an America-first mindset to guide every aspect of our national government. American lives, after all, are at stake. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Log on to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. Granddaddy was a hillbilly scholar, blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't eat nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no, sir. Yes, ma'am, by God. Don't... The Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, driving the bus by myself. I'm Ralph Cramden today, so sit down and shut up in the back and don't even think about pulling the stop handle. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, one 800 951 I am now a former owner, founded this company a quarter century ago. Joe runs it now. I'm just an account executive helping him and uh, general manager of 1360 KHNC, Roar of the Rockies, which we're live as well as uh, also live in here, Family Values Radio here in Phoenix, 1010 KXXT. You can go to uh, Patriot Radio News Hour on Facebook download uh, any of the shows uh, Ramon uh, producer in Phoenix he posts those up every day he does a great job so you can like me on Facebook Eric Cedarstrom cedar like the tree oh and uh, it's a 21st day of April 421 2020 on a Tuesday and I was getting into the break talking about the number of people in Los Angeles they think the the numbers are much higher and I think they are as well I think a lot of people you know because the symptoms of this disease for many people, for the majority, is a common cold. Some get almost no symptoms at all, a little cough or something. Things that have happened to us our entire lives. You don't think anything up. That's what makes this so tough, because for the unlucky few, you know, it, uh, 
wreaks havoc on them. And, you know, the, the deaths are horrible, horrible for families. And I mean, it, it makes it real. Is it an act of God? I bring that up because Pat Robertson, they took a caller from a guy and they were talking last week, COVID-19, that Pat Robertson quoted Chronicles 714. How can God heal our land and forgive the sins? when abortion and same-sex marriage are laws and many people are anti-Israel, doesn't this prevent the healing and forgiveness? And Robinson replied, you know, I think you put your finger on something very important. And it goes on, which I'm not going to preach to you this morning, but I brought that up because the Wall Street Journal brought up something that I asked a week ago, that the act of God disputes now are on the upswing. You go to page A3 of this morning's journal, Companies are suspending or terminating business agreements by relying on the common but rarely invoked escape cash hatch in every contract in the fine print of most commercial as the new coronavirus and government measures to slow its spread upend the economy, known as act of God clauses or force majeure or superior force, the French call it, I didn't know that. Provision has been cited in court cases across the U.S. and around the world in recent weeks by companies large and small, from California developers to global energy firms, to not pay or to get out of lease contracts. What we have here is unprecedented nationwide force majeure event, said David Mermans, an Atlanta real estate litigator, who works with landlords and tenants and has handled force majeure cases before. Of course, hurricanes. You know, if you're in the Gulf Coast, you can't argue that a hurricane's not an act of God. So and the building gets wiped out and you've got a rent, you lease it and it's physically not there anymore. You know, the landlord may try to collect on the on the lease, but you know, if the building's not there, an attorney can get you out of it because of an act of God. Live performance contracts are more likely to address pandemics. So, you know, just about any, any contract, if you look at it, I mean, I think you can even get out of a car loan because there's an act of God. And the act of God clause is written for the bank. Yeah, you know, if we can't collect or something or the bank's gone, we reserve the right to sell it. I mean, there's so many legal ramifications and things uh, that are going to happen. You see yesterday also, Ocasio-Cortez, she took the tweet down, but she tweeted after the oil prices went negative. You know, again, the new Green Deal. She's a genius, isn't she? She goes, we love to see this. Ocasio-Cortez wrote in her post about the news price that a barrel of U.S. crude oil had dropped to a record negative $40 per barrel. This, along with the record low interest rate, means it's a right time for the worker-led mass invested in green infrastructures to save our planet. Of course, she was responding to a post that stated oil prices were negative, meaning oil producers have to pay people to take it off their hands. Yeah, again, it's a paper thing. But I got to tell you, there'll be books, I said earlier, there'll be books written about it. That was a, uh, it's never happened. This is what happens when nobody wants to buy anything. I mean, ultimately, if the futures market uh, uh, option expired and nobody wanted gold, nobody, you know, people that you, you pick the love of your life and you talk her into marrying her and she doesn't want 
a gold ring on her finger, but she wants a mutual fund receipt that uh, ultimately, and gold went to negative, and you had to pay people to take it. I would say casting it into the streets would be a sure sign that we have hit the end of society, that the end was here. Wouldn't be waiting for that any day soon. You're listening to Eric Cedarstrom, Patriot Radio News Hour. Australia now joins the United States in a call for the independent probe of China, which is where the buck is going to stop here, as we all know. Australia is calling for an independent international investigation into China's handling of the global coronavirus pandemic, joining the United States in questioning the origin of COVID-19 outbreak. Let me help you. COVID, in caps, means it's abbreviated. It's an acronym for Chinese-originated virus, ID-19. Just to give you, you know, people in Australia, before you throw another wimp on the barbie and have a Foster's, You might want to look there first. The issues around the coronavirus and the issues for independent review, and I think it's important that we do that, said Australian Foreign Minister Maurice Payne. He told ABC News Australia, a little kangaroo hops across the screen. In fact, Australia will absolutely insist that this happens. Payne counts Australia in with the U.S. in questioning China's transparency and honesty in the originations of this pandemic saying the concern is at a very high point. My trust in China is predicted in the long term. She told ABC, my concern is around transparency. And then and able to engage openly. Yeah, like they're going to tell us. So if this came out of a laboratory and people started getting sick and dying, and then they said, remember, there was a doctor in Wuhan that uh, they executed or killed or something or locked him up. I don't know. I hardly remember. There's so much news that, They could have actually, by admitting this, just could have shut the neighborhood down, and that would have been the end of it. If, in fact, that turns out to be the case, you understand the ramifications of this. You understand that everything from everything is made by the communists. I mean, they make everything over there. They have entire cities that took our entire industries that we just gave to them. So we'll... Will the movement, I asked this question yesterday, will there be a movement and a cry out among this land to repatriate American industry? To put the genie back in the bottle, to have smog, to have the Cuyahoga River in Ohio get on fire again, like the good old days where we build everything and everybody owed us money. It was well worth the environment in my opinion. Radio News Hour, Eric Sears from Driving Bus. We'll be back after this. Joe Jaquin has appeared from the back. He was at a uh, HOA meeting here for the uh, for the complex. Good morning, Joe. How are you doing? Hey, Eric. Good to be back. Uh, sorry that, uh, you know, of course, like all things, the, the one time they scheduled the big meeting, uh, it's right when we're on the air. But uh, They don't care. No, they don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there wasn't a little AM radio playing on the side. <laughs> Everybody's tuned in. Listen to Eric Cedars from like the World Series. You know, like they're all like, can we hurry up? Yeah, you go Cedar, I want to catch Cedars from. <laughs> Anything you want to illuminate us with or no? No, I don't want to even go into it. I'll, I'll just say, uh, yeah, like everything else in the world, uh, anytime there's lawyers and government involved, it's never a good thing. Well, lawyers, guns, and money can get things moved. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, chronicling the socioeconomic destruction for you this morning. 
Uh, Treasury Department dispersed $2.9 billion to passenger airlines in the first round of the payroll assistance. This week, the assistance that has been handed out so far went to two major airlines and 54 smaller passenger carriers. The department said in a statement late last night, the Treasury Department didn't say which carriers received the money yet. However, it said American Airlines Group, Delta Airlines, Southwest Airlines, and United Airline Holdings have struck agreements for aid. Who was the, who's the guy who has Virgin Airlines, long-haired guy? He's like a, Richard uh, Branson. Did he ask him? for $75 billion yesterday? Something about he's going to use his island as collateral. Yeah, I'll put up an island. <laughs> right? I mean, hey, Imagine that. And, you know, you got to know the people that hand out the money, the bankers, they all have liberal arts. None of these people run business. They all look at each other going, well, that sounds like a good and, deal. And, <laughs> and I don't know what you've already talked about, but just today, right, they're getting ready for another PPP uh, extension today. That's going to be roughly uh, half a trillion dollars. Now the president, just like we, we said it yesterday, got to be an oil bailout coming. Already this morning, the president's been all over. We got to get, we got to bail out the oil and gas industry, right? So, figure, you know, at least another trillion dollars today. And you are caught up, up. right where I finished going into the break. And Ocasio Cortez was all happy. She was elated. The oil market's crashing. Yes, everything's going to be electric and solar. And, and, And just a few minutes ago, Bank of America now says. The Fed can't print gold ultimate store of value raised their price target to $3,000 from $2,000. Who was that? Bank of America. Well, they need to add a zero. Well, this is 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 how they do it. This is already saying, okay, get ready. Yeah. How about this? Through it all, President Trump tweeted that he's going to temporarily suspend all immigration. To the United States. By the way, I'll just clarify. That's a 18-month target. What does that mean? Three grand in the next Oh, 18, 18 months. months. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, I, I again, take a and zero that, off that, of that. That's going to be on the light side. Now, you got to remember, they just raised their 18-month target uh, about eight, eight, eight weeks ago to 2,000. So, uh, eight weeks later, now, well, you know what? Let's make it 3,000. Give it another eight weeks. Who knows? It could be five or 10,000. Before it's all done. Well, they turn up the water little by little so the frog doesn't jump out. So, But uh, it is incredible what, what we're seeing here. There's just nothing to stop it. And I, you missed the, They're not calling this the, the uh, step four of the bailout. It's step 3.5. Oh, so this is how many are coming. It's a baby step. Right. It's a, yeah, this is how many are coming because, you know, they want to keep the number down. <laughs> I imagine a year from now will be, here's step 1100. Uh, point one, <laughs> and we're going to be at uh, eighty-five trillion dollars. And Rocky fifty-six hundred will be out next month. In the end, won't it just be cheaper? There's three hundred fifty million people. Wouldn't it just been cheaper to give everybody a hundred grand? I, I I said it early on. We should have just closed everything. Everything stops. No one pays for anything. And the government just sends every household a check, you know, 1000 2 grand to buy food. I think it's coming. Right? And that's it. Right? And no one pays anything. You don't pay your credit card. You don't pay your rent. You don't pay your mortgage. You, you don't pay a single bill. You don't pay the water, the heat, the power, nothing. Everyone, you freeze it. That would have been way cheaper. Right? Just give every every entity and everybody gets a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 
not worth anything anyway. I think in the end, if you do the math, it's going to end up oh, cheap, a lot cheaper. So I mean, I, I and then if you don't tell the illegals that everybody got the money, then they can come do your yard and right all that right, stuff, right? The pool, you know, everything. Don't does. say it in don't Spanish. Don't say anything. And yeah, it'd be perfect. So. Think about the Federal Reserve. They're monetizing forty-one billion dollars a day, every day. Right, so every say that again. The Federal Reserve is monetizing forty-one billion dollars a day of, every day of debt. Of debt, okay. right? So they're adding to their balance sheet, so they're increasing. You mean debt. nobody wants that, either, right? Right, right. So you, you know, you got multiple legs to this thing, and, and I think Eric's probably right. But between the Fed and the government, it could be twenty, thirty trillion dollars. Why not just have set people money? It would have been a lot easier. Wouldn't that have been something? Of course, now there'd be nowhere to go. Then everybody would be like, open up. I want to go shopping. So so who knows? They're trying to get open. You're hearing bits and pieces of. It's going to be interesting. It looks like Georgia is going to take the lead in all of this. And and it's funny because, you know, Georgia's got like 20,000 cases. So it wasn't like it was like, you know, Arizona, we got five, 5,000, right? But, but Georgia's got 20,000. Here's the thing, and this is the problem with it all, and I applaud the effort, but you've got at least half the country plus that doesn't feel safe. You can't, it's not going to work. You're going to open. These businesses are like, wait a minute, if I open, I'm going to be out of business because I got no business, right? Because not enough people want to come in, right? They don't want to come in. They don't want to sit down. They don't want to be near people, right? We, we've got to figure out how to make the other half feel safe. Otherwise, it's not going to work. They picked Georgia for a reason. <laughs> Maybe they're not the sharpest knife in the drawer now there. Plus, it's the banking center of America, Atlanta, right? So that's where all the banking is. They got to get it all over. And, and I'll bump you up. Thanks. So anyway, never know what you're going to hear. This is Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, final segment coming up. Well, you're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour Live on a Tuesday in April. Uh, the country is searching for a way. We're all looking for a way. Don't forget it's an election year, which is, you know, amazing that you're not seeing any of the Nothing. political commercials anywhere. Joe Biden did pipe up through it all. He has a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence in him running this country. Uh, he would he would take Michelle Obama as his running mate. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that would be a huge boost to him. That would that, that would be a huge. I think Michelle Obama's not that dumb. That would solve all our problems. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably just say, "You know what? If, 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 if he took that ticket about three days into the ticket, Michelle Obama would be like, you know what? You're out, Biden. I'm just going to do both jobs, right?'" You're gone. Gosh, I mean, it is amazing. The Democrats just are just crazy. They've just lost their minds. This well, is Joe Biden's Canada. lost his mind. He doesn't even know what day of the week he doesn't it is. Even know. I know. Perfect president, though. Oh, perfect. Scares they the you the know bank. what out of me. Oh yeah, the Illuminati, the Trilateralists, the Bilderbergers, Rothschilds. They just the guys who run Barter Town, man. He can do anything. They have a just, field day. They did the same thing with W. Here, sign this. Yeah, sign that. So, Dick yeah. Cheney, yeah. right? Make sure. Just sign it. Dude, Gingrich is even back in the news. How come he's in the news so much? You know why? Because his wife's 
what is she, an ambassador in Italy or something, and he's stuck there. He can't leave because he's surrounded by coronavirus. So he's got a show and a blog now. So, but he he is he is questioning what's happening with the governors. You know how they have. There has been a lot of selective closures as to what's open and what isn't. You know, you got to know the graph. Oh yeah, the graft is oh, yeah. huge. So all of a sudden, this bit. Oh no, you're essential. You're not right. So yeah, Gingrich uh, said yesterday the pandemic's been a stunning, eye-opening experience. They estimated that you know the, some of the businesses that are open in some some states and then not others. Uh, it'll be interesting you know, when the history books are written, and this will pass. Maybe. Well, it'll take a while. May may take a couple of years which people aren't ready for. That's the part I wonder about. So, if this thing is is like the Spanish flu, which was year one of the Spanish flu, not that it was good. It was the second go-round. Right, that really that got them. really him. got them. Now, of course, there's a lot of advancement in medical. Right, you hope all that stuff, right? That right. It's, you know, we, so, we're, we're better prepared and all those things. We'll have to wait and see. But I, I think we're not done with this is my point. I think there's going to be flare-ups in... And you're going to see certain states and maybe certain cities uh, that run into problems, and and you'll see these temporary shutdowns happen again. But he he is, well possibly he is, it could you know it could be selective. I don't think they're ever going to be able to shut this country you down. Think they'll again, go like, the other way and just say you know what we did the best that we could do. That's what I think. And, and you, we got to live with the results, right? right? If that's a hundred thousand dead or or 50,000, or a million, whatever right. it may be, we got to live with it. The most vulnerable, they're going to have to figure out a way to keep them, you know, sh- sheltered. So everybody else is just going to have to live or die with the outcome. I said yesterday, get busy living or get busy dying. So we're going to do it. We have silver rolls. Sorry, God, I ran late here. Uh, uh, we got mixed rolls. You get 10 Morgan dollars, 10 1921 Morgans, and 10 peace dollars. So 20, just silver, no gold with it, just silver, 495 bucks for roll. And a beer. Delivered credit card. Everything, everything shipped and delivered via credit card, everything. We'll leave it. Call 1-800-951-0592.